No! 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 What? Because I was married for two fucking years! You're a cunt, Ryan. You cunt. You're a cunt, Ryan. No, sir, I don't like it. No, sir, I don't like it. You're a cunt, Brian. No, sir, I don't like it. What's up, everybody? It's episode 113 of No, Sir, I Don't Like It. I'm Carmen Morales. With me, as always, the very funny Brian Vokey. Hey. What's going on? And um, it's just us today. No guest. No guest. Uh, got great reviews on the last pod that we put out, which yeah. was actually three pods ago. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was a solo app. Uh, <laughs> Our me, last solo app. Let me tell you guys a little something. We don't, we don't, uh, we get some in the can. You know what I'm saying? Well, you're going to Europe, so it makes sense. Yeah, I'm going to Europe. No big deal. <laughs> uh, funny you mention that. Um, if you guys are in um, Luzern, Switzerland, <laughs> Zug, Switzerland. I, I feel like you're just you're just making up sounds. Bern, Switzerland, <laughs> or Basel, or Zurich. <laughs> and then I'll be in Heidelberg, Germany. Hello, with the Holocaust. <laughs> and I'm going to have the Funocast over there. Instead of killing six million people, I'm going to kill in front of six million Ooh, people. Ooh, there you go. We have the uh, yeah, Heidelberg, uh, Karlsruhe, Dusseldorf, Berlin, and Hamburg. So, yeah, if you're in any of those cities, come check me out. I'll be there in Germany with, with a podcast, fan of the podcast, great comedian, Keenan Al. Lovely. Um, also, thank you for listening, by the way. If, uh, if you know anybody that you think would like the podcast, um, make sure you tell them about it. And also, this podcast is brought to you by Brondell. Make sure you guys go to brondell.com and get yourself a toilet seat bidet cover. And if you put in the promo code NOSIR, N-O-S-I-R, you get 20% off of your purchase. Wow. Right? Uh, I need a new bidet. Um, I got to tell you, I've been wearing those ass tampons ever since I moved. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, you make the nice little squares of toilet paper, and you, uh, the key to a perfect ass tampon thing, especially if you're juicy in the back, you know what I mean? Thick, two C's, gifted. I, um, <laughs> what you want to do is you want to get about this length of toilet paper, half it, half it, half it, and then you want to, you want to press it in there while you're still sitting on the toilet and your ass is wide open. Oh, yeah, because then your cheeks are spread. Yeah, and then as you stand up, it closes in perfectly. And uh, but if I don't wear that ass tampon, dude, it is burning and chafing and leaking. It's. I, I thought you were gonna start taking fiber pills because we talked about. This oh, I forgot ago. about yeah. that. Yeah, you need to take fiber to, pills. Yeah, you need to take fiber pills so your butt stops leaking. Or Brondell could hook a playa up with another uh, different bidet because my toilet doesn't fit. Oh, it's yeah, different shape. Brian's <sighs> been very upset about this. It, everybody else has probably been upset too because I'm irritable. My ass is raw. <laughs> You would think I was, like, back in the military. <laughs> oh, my God. Speaking of gay sex, um, a, a, man, a man yesterday, listen, this isn't about sexuality. Some people are so beautiful. It's like looking at the statue of David. Like, you admire the statue of David, and it's not like, oh, I want to have sex with men now. Well, no, look fine. at the size of his dick. You don't want to fuck David. You just look at it. I think it. he's a grower. He's, he's Italian, dude. That, that thing grows. You think it's a hammer? Yeah, he's got all those North African things in his blood. Yeah, you think he's got a more dick? Yeah, Dave, <laughs> yeah. David, David was Sicilian. That thing, that thing showed up when it needed to. They didn't, they didn't sculpt him like he looks Sicilian. His nose is too small. 
He doesn't look Sicilian to me. I don't know if he's Sicilian at all. I don't know <laughs> anything about David. <laughs> I, I was actually, when I went into talking about David, I really wasn't even sure if it was an Italian artist who made him. <laughs> I felt... But I don't think da- David wasn't, but the artist was. It was Da Vinci. Yeah, David's not a real, like, Guido name. Yeah, it's not. You never hear, like, head of the mafia, David. Yeah, <laughs> no. You dirty rat. I'm going to bust your balls. Nobody fucks with David. So anyways, <laughs> so you saw a pretty guy? Uh, it's, I saw a pretty human, I like to say. Okay. <laughs> because uh, some people, it's just like a work of art. And uh, he was my boss for a, a production gig. And he looked at me, and I locked eyes with him. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> just take my credit card Ooh. already. <laughs> <laughs> I turned into like an old black lady. I was like, woo, child. <laughs> I took a took an old church handkerchief and started batting myself <laughs> you start, down. Yeah, you start using oh. the, the Jesus pamphlet to oh, yeah. fan your face with. Yeah, you are a work of art, my man. <laughs> and he goes, uh, "Where do you live?" And I was like, "Um, <laughs> I." <laughs> it's so weird. I <laughs> I just moved, and I live. In Do you want my address? Like, give me my address. Do you want my address? You want to come I'll come up. Just come over. I'll show it to you. I was like, I live in Altadena, and I have a diving board. And diving boards are illegal. <laughs> diving boards are illegal now, but we still have one because it's older. Do you want to jump on my diving board? It's so cool. <laughs> it's tur- so cool. <laughs> I turned into a ten-year-old. <laughs> yeah, like a new kid coming to a school that sees somebody mm-hmm. that they want to be friends with so bad. I play guitar, like- and I have two, so you could use one, and I could use one, and we could play together. <laughs> Maybe we could start a band. I don't know. I'm just shooting out ideas. Anyways, what's your name? <laughs> you lay out your entire future with this person before you even have their name. And he's like, I'm going to need you to change all the trash liners. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, all right. <laughs> but you saw a person that, like, you deserve all the wealth you have? Did you see somebody that was so pretty they deserve to be rich? Yeah, no, he deserves whatever he wants. I mean, let's, <laughs> let's face it. Like, I, I know that, like, I've come to, I've, th- I've been ugly for 34 years. I am totally to terms with it. Like, mm-hmm. beautiful people just deserve more. They're better. Why? Because they're easier to look at. They're easier to look <laughs> at, but that doesn't make them better. Yeah, but, I mean, come on. They don't do any of the good in the world, is the pretty people. We all just admire them. Well, would you rather live in a pristine, beautiful, old brownstone one bedroom or a trashed mansion? You know what I mean? Like no matter what, like well, a trashed mansion can always be cleaned and fixed. Ah, you can't clean up ugly. (laughs) You can't end up looking like Mickey Rourke. (laughs) You do. You look like a fucking Hulk Hogan and a fish (laughs) got together. He looks like he has gills. Like he looks like his face was made with Play-Doh is what it looks like. It's like a seven-year-old version of what Mickey Rourke would look like. It looks like you could throw him off a boat and he would just swim away really elegantly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know. That guy was so beautiful that I, he like, I was like, you know what? Rich people are rich because they've earned it and I'm poor because I'm ugly. Like, <laughs> it, the guy really, like, really settled in. It made, society made sense. I was like, oh, of course okay. there's a skid row. Those people are ugly. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's so funny. It's so funny that you saw something so pretty. You were like, "Fuck the ugly." It turned me into. A... And you are one of the ugly. Yeah, it was yeah, fuck yeah. All of us. Yeah, but it it felt like liberating because it was like, "Oh, you know what? This is out of my hands. There's oh, nothing I, I can. Really... There's nothing I can do about this." <laughs> that was you. Was your he was your higher power? You met your higher power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, I put all my trust in this in this fucking pretty douche now that I, asked you to change the trash. Right, I understand why everybody wanted to wash Jesus' feet so much. 
You know, like I wanted to wash this guy's feet. You think Jesus was maybe just a hot guy? Oh, for sure, dude. Yeah. Jesus, there's no way Jesus, Jesus did not look like Danny DeVito. <laughs> hey, come here. Listen, I got to tell you about my pops. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I have some ideas that everybody's like, ew, no. Yeah, like, don't tell me what you think. <laughs> yeah. No, Jesus looked like Lachlan Patterson. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus just walked up with his beautiful hair. Yeah, for his... previous guest of the podcast, make sure you guys go back and listen to that episode with Lachlan. It's great. Jesus was like 5'7", which was like a full foot taller than everybody else back then. <laughs> he was glorious. You think everybody was little people before? And now like trickle down, like this is like the few little people that we have left or all that's left from that like... That no kind of I, genetics. No, I think people definitely got bigger. Uh, I mean, just from the skeletons that they have. But I think that well, mountain people are tiny, uh, like the Andes. That's why Mexicans are so small. They're, they're low to the ground with big lungs because they're built to deal with high altitudes. You know what I mean? Four twenty right, tomorrow. Yeah. Too, <laughs> high altitudes. Fill up those little fucking Mayan lungs, big bong rips. Is that where pots that from? Panama Is red. Well, what's Panama Red? That's like down there, Panama. I feel like you might be making this up. No, Panama Red. This is an old name for it's weed. It's an old country song. <laughs> but it's about weed. Panama Red. Panama Red. That might have just been where they were growing that at the time. I think weed, honestly, if you, if you want me to answer seriously, I think the origins of marijuana are uh, actually Afghanistan, as well as the apple. <laughs> Pot and apples come from Afghanistan? That's why you can smoke weed out of an apple. <laughs> it's not a fucking coincidence. How much weed did you smoke before we started recording? <laughs> no, seriously, listen. Listen, if I say it with a lisp, you'll believe me. Well, it can't be from Florida because you can't smoke out of a citrus fruit. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. You can still sh- shove... Citrus feet up your ass and, and say that again. Is that you can <laughs> shove citrus feet fruit fruit citrus fuse? You can <laughs> shove citrus feet up your ass though. Is this a that's Florida another, thing that's you a, used to another, do as a kid? I didn't do it as a kid. You put just... on some like cumbia <laughs> and shove a coconut up your ass. <laughs> Not a coconut, citrus, because citrus is native in Florida. Oh, right. But I'm just saying, there's probably a news story incorporating those two. So you yeah. can't smoke out of it, but you can shove it up your ass. Yeah, in America. I'm pretty sure everything we can that's put ever existed. A lemon up <laughs> I'm pretty sure anybody that has looked at anything has like sized it up whether they could put it in their ass though. That sounds like you. That doesn't sound like me. I've never done it. No, but my, so many people have shoved random things up their asses. Like my mom used to work in an ER and they um they were it was always like a like they would do the over under on what's the weirdest thing that somebody would have come in with up their ass. You got any examples? Um I think one one of them had a, like a bullet from a tank, like a big oh, bullet from a tank. They shoved that up their ass. That's very Florida. Yeah, the like one of 50, <laughs> just fucking themselves with a fifty cal round, uh, shoving a two two three in their pee hole at the same time. That's like DP for like a <laughs> fucking gay vet. Yeah, just putting bullets in their pee hole in their one asshole of them, at the same one time, singing had, the national anthem. Yeah, one of them had gotten the top of a decanter stuck up there. What's like that? they couldn't. Decanter is like a fancy glass thing that you put your whiskey in to pour it out and stuff. Uh, Those glass things that have that, that yeah. um, right off the top of it. Yeah. And then you just well, pour that's it. made for an asshole. It has a handle and a. But they got stopper. it stuck up there because it was like you know it's only like so big, so they got the whole thing stuck up there and they couldn't get it back out. 
And there's probably a little whiskey on there because t- I've told this story on the podcast. I've done a wine in a month. I've taken, I've shot a bag of wine up my ass and I blacked out instantly. So I bet a little bit of whiskey, which is way stronger than wine, a little soaked, a little whiskey stopper up the ass. He probably felt great. I don't know if it's enough to make you fucking <laughs> black out or anything, but um, it maybe definitely take the mind off the pain. That's weird. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm not really that fixated on my asshole. I don't, uh, I, I don't like it when girls go for my asshole. It's not like I'm like, hey, bro, exit only. I just like, it's not. You just don't enjoy it. You let it happen. If you were fucking, li- li- yeah, lay off it, dude. Yeah. If you're for one of those dudes, then you would have never known that you didn't like it. You would just be like, nobody touches my asshole. Nobody fucking dominates <laughs> me. That's mine. <laughs> I have done a cannonball off a of black bridge in a river in Portland, Maine, and got a blast up there. And I was like, that was kind of nice. <laughs> a bunch of mill water. That's probably river. why you like the bidet so much. Yeah, it reminds me of the, the old Portland Westbrook Mill. Getting a blast of mill water right up the ass. There. <laughs> Shout out to SD Warren, suck dick Warren, paperworks. <laughs> so, so you still like allowed it to happen? Then you just realized, oh, this doesn't make me comfortable. Yeah, it didn't feel good. It doesn't feel good. It tickled. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> is that the sound you make when somebody goes through your asshole? <laughs> <laughs> it would be if that fucking guy went for my asshole. Whatever his name was. And he even, he had my least favorite fashion trend going on too, which is high waters with not long socks. So it was just his little slutty ankles were out. Oh, I yeah. hate seeing people's ankles, dude. It's disgusting. Put your fucking ankles away. Why? I get why you don't like feet, but you don't like fucking ankles it's either. Just, it's not attractive. There's no meat there. It's like a bony, gross where the hair <laughs> starts. Are you into cankles? Is that what you're saying? You want a fat? No, ankle? I don't like cankles. I just don't want to see any of that shit. I want like <laughs> what? <laughs> This is such a weird old man fucking cover up. That's why you get rape stance to have. No, about no, ankles. no. You really want to push this back to like the 1700s. No, you... Don't show your ankles, you fucking whore. Yes, but you can show literally everything else. <laughs> you, can, you show up in some shoes, some shoes, and some shoes and high some socks, calf high socks, and nothing else. And I'll be like, that's an outfit right there. That's everything <laughs> I want to see, and everything I don't want to see is covered up. That's that's sexy. <laughs> From knees down, you're a whore. But yeah. everything up, I completely mean, naked. I, so you think- I like calves. I like calves. It's the ankle and the feet that are just gross to me. They're why they're mechanical. They're not sexual. They're just there to walk. It's there's nothing pretty about. It's the same thing. You can say that about <laughs> knees or hips. Well, no, hips. No, hips are like sexy because yeah, you think about childbirth. Yeah, but like knees and fucking like even calves. How are calves sexy? Well, it's nice to know that, you know. Somebody, you want to lift you up? You want to be carried? Yeah, yeah, you want yeah. to be swept I want to be squatted. Yeah, I want to. I want to be. I want to have. Uh, I want to have a piggyback ride. I want my. <laughs> That's girl. why you like you that guy. That, did you ever see that video of that girl, Shaq's girlfriend, giving Shaq a piggyback ride? Um, no, <laughs> that sounds amazing. Sha- Shaq's dating this little Asian girl. Mm-hmm. Like she looks like Filipino or somewhere where there's like malaria. She looks like malaria Asian. <laughs> yeah, malaria Asian. Malaria Asian. Um, and she is like five, six. Mm-hmm. And Shaq's a pretty big guy. Is he? Yeah. I, I thought he was know. A... Shaq's a pretty big guy. I didn't I, I thought he was just like, you know, like everybody in the, the NBA is like He's tall. at least five inches taller than me. Is he? Yeah. I don't know, man. You've never met him in person. You don't know. He might be a little, like, he might be like your height. I am six foot and I could suck his dick standing up. Jesus. He's really? A, yeah. He should be dead by then. Don't giants die? 
Who, like sooner than everybody else? Everybody dies, dog. <laughs> I know everybody dies, but everybody dies. Oh, don't, including don't Shaq. I'm just saying, I feel like he should be dead. Um, well, take it easy. Which no, you, I'm, I don't want him to don't die. Don't put your little Cuban Santeria bullshit on him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't say I want him dead, but I'm just saying, like, I thought Giants died faster. I don't know because... if he's a giant. Giants is an actual disease where you like your bones never stop growing. He stopped at seven two. If it makes you feel better, he will die young. Um, he's only only in his forties now. But anyway, his girlfriend gave him a piggyback ride on like Letterman in high heels. Oh wow, that's badass. How great is that? Pretty rad. I always, uh, uh, I got a lot of core, but very short, short and and uh, strong in the middle, and um, and I always used to do like. Yeah, you're built like a mountain child. Yeah. Yeah, you you should have like. I could a, carry a lot of baskets yeah, you on have my a, back. You have a basket of coffee beans on the back, <laughs> and then like six babies hanging off the front, <laughs> and you're just trekking up a. One on each dick. Yeah, you're above the fog line <laughs> in Guatemala, just hacking coffee beans, filling up. Fucking yeah! I'm holding all that shit while wielding a machete and giving birth. <laughs> You're giving birth up the mountain by myself. Yeah, and it's just holding, I make some of the other kids. You just help keep me with on the by the, uh, the the umbilical cord. And it's like holding on like an police old cowboy. Le, police, le, police head out! Yeah. Police head out! I'm trying to get the kids to help me. Yeah, exactly. You have 17 children, and you have 19 coffee bags, and then you have a a, a fucking basket on your head mm-hmm. full of citrus. And uh, that's what you are made for. <laughs> and you're wasting all of this and talent instead, on Instead comedy. of physical weight now, now I'm just carrying everyone else's emotional weight. <laughs> I'll just take all of that on and put that in my imaginary baskets. <laughs> right. Exactly. In your little imaginary Guatemalan mountain. Um, I think we had a breakthrough. Yeah. <laughs> I think you owe me money for this. No. Not, not at all. My whole point of saying that, I know what I am. I, I don't need you to tell me. I, uh... I used to give guys piggyback rides all the time, and then people would always be so mesmerized by it, and it was just like, no, it's just, it's not like I'm lifting them up, like, because I have no upper arm strength, like, it's, it's all, it's all like legs and core, like, that's all it is, and I'd be able to carry, like, carry these dudes all the time, and people would always be amazed by it, just because they see some, they just see something small, they don't, like, think about it, I don't know. I fell asleep. Yeah, I could tell. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I just can't imagine. Guys are so easily mesmerized. It's just so stupid. <laughs> That's what it is? Yeah. No, like, whoa, she gave her guy a piggyback ride? That's fucking... You just, you just were admiring You weren't that. giving fucking Shaq a piggyback ride. That's Come on, true. that's circus. That's like pay 25 cents to go inside this tent and watch this bitch carry this giant. Yeah, that's like a strongman competition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's unbelievable. I, um, I want to talk about the Church of Notre Dame. Oh, and, let's talk about it. Okay, so the, a spiral in the church of the, the Notre Dame church burned down, and uh, every white guilt ass annoying Twitter person was like, "Everybody cares about this church, but doesn't care about black churches that burn down." And they use this chance. It's like, "Is this all pedophile?" This is blah, blah. and it's like, "No, listen." There's like, I mean, the building didn't fucking fuck those kids. <laughs> it's, it's a historical <laughs> building that I mean, like. There's a there's a famous Disney movie slash Victor Hugo book called The Hunchback of Notre Dame. It's a it's been in part of history since 1100. You don't have to turn everything into like how much you hate your parents for being white. Like it's so <laughs> fucking frustrating. And the thing that drives me crazy is that they raised and I like this if it were a standalone piece of information. Uh, one point a week after the church, 1.3 million dollars were raised 
for black churches that were burned down. Now, alone, that sounds like a great thing. How many black churches? Like, there's, there's been a lot of black, black churches. churches in general. Is there an organization that's for like burnt down black churches? Um, I, BDBC? Is there is there a BDBC I, I that, that they're or, all donating? Like, no, who that are they organization donating? is called the KKK. <laughs> and they not been, burning them down, oh, rebuilding them. You jerk. Uh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> burnt down black churches. BDBC. We're raising money for the like. Where did this one point three million dollars go to? Um, just I, I, I uh, recent churches that have been burned down through hate crimes. Or whatever. Okay. Um, it's pretty easy to find. So people. they just keep a log. They just search yeah, but here's burnt my, down black churches. Here's my problem. Why couldn't these fucking self-righteous assholes donate to these churches before? Why could they only be mustered up the energy? They could only muster up the energy to donate money to these churches as long as they felt like they were sticking it to Europe or whatever. You know, they were like, fuck the Catholic church, fuck these white honkies. And by the way, these are all white people doing this. They're just self, they just hate mommy. So they're just like, oh, I, I hate, I hate the Notre Dame. So I'm gonna donate. So they could only help out these churches that have been burned down through like. I was gonna say these churches hatred. didn't all just burn spontaneously. They could only help them out as long as they were doing something snarky, like it's snarky charity. Like why didn't you? You gotta stop shaking that. Why didn't you weird. donate them? Why didn't you donate to them before? Why not before? Why did it have to be in direct response? You can only do something positive out of something negative. Like, I can only help you as long as it says, fuck you. You know? That shit's so goddamn annoying to me. It is unfortunate that something so awful had to happen for you to care. You know? Because th those churches were already burnt. You yeah. know? It's past tense. They're you not, like, predicting, oh, this one might get burned down in Greensboro. You know what I mean? Like, right. And also, people being upset that the Notre Dame church burned down doesn't mean they don't care about something else. You know, that doesn't mean they well, yeah, don't care about racism. Yeah, it's correlation, not causation. Yeah. And, and the other thing is, I'm also I'm a little happy it burned down because I'm all for every place I ever visited with my ex-girlfriend burning to the ground. <laughs> I hope this is a trend. So pettiness. Pettiness is the reason you're cool with Notre Dame being burned to the ground. Yeah, I, I, I hope this becomes a trend. I hope all of Oakland burns down. Um, that I, I don't, uh, I guess I don't, like, it sucks, like, Old architecture is, I mean, that's what's great about seeing Europe is seeing like really old shit because our country's is actually kind of new in comparison. Mm -hmm. um, but like, so what? I mean, throughout history, tons of churches have burnt down. Like, the, all of a sudden it matters? Is it just, no, it's it mattered the other times too. But that's what I'm saying. Like, but they weren't raising $1.3 million for other churches. Like, it just seems. Uh, and it's a social media thing. But it's just annoying how people can only. They're just everything's so snarky now. What do you think happened to the Hunchback? Um, I don't think he was ever real. I think he was a character. That's not book. a real story. No. Come on, dude. There had to be some fucking ugly <laughs> fuck living up in that tower. There's no way. There's no way. Just like Elephant I, Man is probably based off, like just like you know, probably like Elephant a Man is not based off anything. <laughs> Elephant Man is a real guy that there's video of. Exactly. John, See, that guy's real. That's John Merrimack. <laughs> John Merrimack is his name, and we have to sleep in a very similar position because we both can't breathe laying down. So uh, take it easy on him because a shot at him is a shot at me as I'm a fellow saying, obstructed just... air path boy. You apnea boys. You should start an organization like the Burnt Down Black Churches. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that uh, the I don't think the Hunchback of Notre Dame is a real guy. If so, that book was written in what the yeah, whatever. 1500s? But like, so what? 
But then, like, you probably, but then there's probably, like, different de- generations and stuff. Like, based on the Disney movie, he hooked up with that hot Esmeralda chick. So they probably had a hunchback baby. And then right. that baby, you know, like, they just keep, you know, they keep the, they keep the myth alive, if you will. The legend. These fucking people also are like, they can't think JJ is nothing but pedophiles, which is true. I agree. But then it's like, well, you still pay to go Wait, see movies. Wait, are you about to defend pedophiles? No, no. What I'm saying is, <laughs> if you are happy that the Notre Dame church burned down, why don't you go burn down a movie theater if you're so against organized pedophile or like pedophile organizations? Because that's all Hollywood movie, is. It's not where you rape the kid is in the movie theater. They should come to Los Angeles and burn down one of the production companies. But I don't think people are getting raped in the Notre Dame anytime recently. It's not like a really, it's not that kind of You don't of think church. it's like tradition? Like, <laughs> it might be. I take I might be wrong. boys to Notre Dame. Maybe you might be right, actually. Yeah, they probably, I bet. They like, they like tradition in the Catholic Church. I don't know if you've noticed. I, I do notice. <laughs> I do notice. Nobody it's tradition. I think sometimes people misunderstand, like, maybe it's just tradition that they fuck kids. You know what I mean? And it's like it's like a rite of passage, like almost like hazing for a sorority or, or fraternity or something like that. Like you gotta fuck a kid to make it to the next level. You know, kind like of like a scavenger hunt. Kind of, but more like uh, Scientology. Like in order for you to get to the next level, you gotta you know give one point three million dollars to go from bishop to cardinal or something like that. Something like that. I think it might be like a the rite of passage is through a kid's butt. Wow, let's end it right there. <laughs> let's end it right there. You heard Carmen Morales. The rite of passage is through a kid's butt. I mean, for the Catholic Church. I'm just trying to... Hey, like, you can't I'm just trying to passage understand. without ass. You know, right? But I'm just saying, instead of it being like, uh, it's always predatory, you know, and, and that predatoriness is encouraged, maybe that's... Maybe there was just like one fucked up pope like from the 1500s, maybe during the Hunchback of Notre Dame, maybe that's why they made him so ugly, is because he knew the dirty shit that they were doing in the Catholic Church, and he was going to tell everybody, so they're like, fuck you, you're going to live in history as an ugly humpback. That hump on his back was just all those horrible things he saw that he pushed down. Yeah, he wasn't (laughs) allowed to share. Like when you go to a hippie therapist, and they're like, where do you carry your trauma? Yeah, that's exactly and it. He's carrying but they it didn't all have his hippie, They didn't have fucking hippie massage therapists back then, so this dude just. No, that's all medicine cancer. was. That's all. Hi- all, <laughs> all hippie medicine is is like ancient. That medicine. was who Esmeralda was. Was yeah. this gypsy trying to get women to put crystals in their pussies? You know when people lived to thirty-seven and died of disease with no teeth. <laughs> how medicine was then is how hippies want medicine to be now. <laughs> like if hippies had control, if Gwyneth Paltrow was in charge of like the all of how Western medicine, mm-hmm. then we would all die at thirty six. Yeah, we would all be goop. Yeah, we would have <laughs> shingles and gonorrhea and syph- syphilis. Would we'd all be like insane from syphilis? Yeah. That she'd be like, all right, well, shove this. Um, this is obsidian. Uh-huh. It's from High Oregon, from the High Oregon desert. And if you put this into your asshole, it is known to cure syphilis. <laughs> you don't want to be hysterical anymore, do you? Stick those rocks up there, bitch. Do it. Gwyneth Paltrow, MD. That's why it she... just feels like the right medicine to give you. <laughs> it's like she was doing Shakespeare in Love, and she was like a method actor, so she was living like somebody in the 1600s, and then she just never was she able never to break out. out of it yeah. fully. She, yeah. she would do all of her roles. She would have to do a double agent role because she would have to still be that character while yeah. also learning a different character. She, yeah, she like took the apothecarian's role like so seriously. That's who I played when I did Shakespeare, uh, Roman and Juliet. I was the apothecarian because I was like, I want to be the drug dealer. <laughs> <laughs> How old are you? Uh, 
sophomore year of high school. Oh, I was thought you were gonna say like last month. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I still like being a drug dealer, <laughs> Shakespeare. I'm a Shakespearean drug dealer. Take this eye of newt, it will fuck you up. <laughs> that is a fun way to play it. Yeah. Uh, well, he was a druggist. That's what he was. He gave him the poison. Well, I feel like like people that worked in apothecaries back then, it wasn't just that, but they were also just like, I don't know, I'll put this and this together and see what happens. Like they were just guessing. It's all con. It was all con artists. They were all like the. Comedians. None of them are real. Well, this, this they didn't figure out that that wasn't like it wasn't like married to science. I don't think any medicine was real until we stumbled on penicillin. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the first real medicine. We but there ever was like had. aspirin before that, and there was like that was when we were like using cocaine to get people to feel better. Like, yeah, imagine that the doctor's like, uh, you need about a gram a day of cocaine, <laughs> and then it'll be okay. Well, then it was just in cough syrup, so you're just like, oh man, I feel fucking amazing. Yeah, now we, we have my throat still hurts, but I'm fucking yeah. It's the other way. We went the opposite way. In a hundred years, they'll be like, dude, they used to put heroin in cough syrup. <laughs> How insane is that? They were just giving heroin to everybody. You go to a doctor and they would be like, uh, my, I threw my back at work and they would give you a bottle of heroin. <laughs> and just trust you with it. Dude. And just the only thing they would do to make you take however many you need was write it on the side of the bottle. <laughs> the early 2000s sounds insane, dude. Everybody was on heroin. <laughs> we really are still in a medieval type of medicine situation. <laughs> we have no idea what They're like, happening. dude, they were so obsessed with heroin. They literally went to Afghanistan to pretend to, that it had anything to do with 9-11. They <laughs> threw over the Taliban just so they could run the opiate field to keep all their fucking citizens hooked on opiate. They just wanted a deal on heroin. Yeah. They, they accused a country of being a piece of shit just so they could steal their drugs. Our, That's uh, like the most American thing I've ever heard in my oh, life. Oh, dude. But also, our, our like need to like it get everybody hooked on heroin was so strong that we were the first country to ever invade Afghanistan and win. Nobody's ever beaten Afghanistan. We did it all on a fucking for a drug ring. <laughs> Russia couldn't beat him. Dude, America's Genghis. lit as fuck, dude. They're fucking cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's how much they hate us. That they conquered unconquerable land just to hook us on fucking opiates. Yeah, why are they mad at us, you think? Well, it's easier because then you can't then you can't really realize that the middle class was dis destroyed by the baby boomers because they can just look at all of us and be like, you guys are a bunch of fucking junkies. You have no work ethic. And it's like, well, you boomer doctors got our entire generation hooked on fucking opiates. <laughs> and then you gave us social media, which is a whole other opiate. Fuck you. You yeah. guys don't. Oh, I hate them. I told a crowd of old people at a casino, I go, you guys are the greatest generation, right? And they all started clapping. And I was like, fuck you taking credit for your parents' generation. None of you are in your 90s. The greatest generation was World War II. You're the boomers. You ruined this country and destroyed the middle class. And then they cheered again. And I was like, fuck you. <laughs> and then this old lady came up to me. She's like, I loved all that boomer stuff. <laughs> It's funny that you were like, you're the best, and they're like, yeah, and they're like, you're the worst, and you're like, that's also true. Yeah, as long as it's a superlative. I just want to be the top of something. If I'm the most evil or the most good, it's still an award. I feel like... It's the participation <laughs> trophy. Yeah. <laughs> I did call them snowflakes, because they were getting upset at me. Um, dude, this fucking... Uh, uh, oh, what was I going to say about this old person? Oh, God damn, my mind. Oh, I, you know what's funny is I've been when I was out there in the desert, a lot of war veterans out there... And I was doing jokes about being in the military. And I kind of empathized with Maria Bamford talking about how she, with her, because of her material, she has to talk to a lot of people who've dealt with mental health issues. I, yeah, she quite literally has to sign people's med bottles sometimes. I fucking got hammered with people telling stories about 
watching their friends die in war fields. Oh, yeah. And I'm like seriously looking at my phone going, the fucking hot tub closes in 20 minutes. And, like, <laughs> and like he's like, man, my friend took six. He had his flak jacket on, but it went, sometimes it goes right through. And he had six go right through him like a hot knife through butter. You know, I watched my best friend die, and I'm like, the buffet is closing, wrap it up. <laughs> I had a line of dudes from the military telling me horrible stories that I was like yawning, like looking <laughs> left and right. I was like, I don't fucking care. Like, I'm sorry, none of these wars were drafted. <laughs> You're talking about volunteer we wars. We volunteered, dude. Yes. We signed up for it, I literally. Know. I know. Like, I did. The only guy I let really corner me was a Vietnam vet because I'm like, all right. Now, That's I'll, legit. That's legit. I'll, I'll that. You had no say in this. Yeah. You know, and then I found out this guy had a Vietnam veteran patch on his back jacket, and then I was like, "What? What year did you join?" He goes, "1980." I was like, "You what? Yeah. <laughs> that war ended in '75." And he goes, "Oh, but my dad was in it." And I was like, "Well, it should say my dad was in yeah. Vietnam." What the fuck is that, you're dude? Just, you're walking around with a Vietnam veteran patch on your back. That dude, that's the same thing as like as like like kids of like immigrants trying to 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 say the story of their immigrant Oh, you mean parents. every immigrant kid who is a comedian? <laughs> <laughs> they and that's the most comedian thing in the world to take like what your amazing parents did and you just be a shit and retell their story in a funny way and <laughs> act like you struggled like it's fine if you're honest with it but so many comedians tell their parents immigration story as if it's their own story. And they like take a little serious tone in it a little bit, and then they go back to the jokes. And it's like, go fuck yourself. Bring your parents. I want to talk to them. They sound yeah. cool. <laughs> They're the one who went through the shit. Yeah, I never try to. I definitely don't ever try to take it on on onto myself. Like, because I I actually just recently started talking to my dad about how like how it was for him when he came over. Like, I was like, was anybody racist to you? And he was like, oh yeah. He was like, up until I was like forty, people were fucking awful to me. He noticed that it stopped. Huh? He said it stopped when he was like around forty. Like it's better now. I don't know if it could, well. He doesn't work at that place anymore, and he stopped working at that. Like because he worked at the same place for like twenty five years. What which was is that also, place? What kind of place was it? He worked for uh, for a bakery that used to make the buns for McDonald's. It was like a factory bakery, <laughs> so he used to make the buns for McDonald's. Was there any food involved? No, it was just the bread. I mean, it was it's, just a bakery. They made real bread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was an actual bakery. Oh, I picture it like just some kind of weird liquid coming out into a mold, and then a big no. gunk, gunk, gunk. That was like the first time I ever like he tried to teach me what gluten was. Is he is he brought home this big huge? It looked like it looked like it was like a five pound booger. It was this gelatinous, weird, like but hard. And he brought it home, and I was like, "What the fuck is that?" And he was like, "It's gluten." That's what my propecia boner feels like. <laughs> It's like gelatinous, but still kind of hard. <laughs> it's like soft hard. Yeah, yeah. You it's know like gluten boner. <laughs> it's like when a stick of butter is just starting to melt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, you left it out for a little too long yeah, on the it's, counter. It's firm enough, yeah, I guess, yeah. but it's not hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like taping popsicle sticks to it. Like Forrest Gump's legs. <laughs> I'm fucking so good they break off. <laughs> like, oh, she's like, fuck me, Forrest, fuck me. <laughs> Doctor said my, my fuck penis Forrest, is... fuck. Oh, um, can you still hear me? Yeah. Okay, I unplugged my headphones. <laughs> Doctor says my dick is soft as a baguette. <laughs> so just soft in the middle because the outside's hard and crunchy yeah, yeah it's crusty from crusty it's crusty oof a crusty dick just sounds so gross like dirty 
Yeah, no, my dick's clean, girls. Clean. <laughs> I keep it clean. Is that why they call them crust punks? Is because they're disgusting? Yes, they don't shower. Yeah, crust punks are, are like the most disgusting people in the world. But they probably have a crust on their dick. Yeah, as a former crust punk, yes. <laughs> as a former crust punk who uh, used to just get a rash and be like, oh, put apple cider vinegar on it. And Ew, that, yeah. instead of showering? Yeah. <laughs> so you just stunk even more? Then you yeah. smell like vinegar, vinegar and funk. Yeah, I used to, I remember when I, when I got my first job interview at the preschool that I worked at, um, they were like, we, they had my, years later they told me about this meeting after, um, where they all got together to discuss who they were going to hire, and I ended up getting the job. One of the concerns was, this lady Allison goes, he smelled a little homeless. <laughs> she was like, he left his jacket in the office? Because I, I hung my jacket up on the on the coat rack mm -hmm. and into the interview, and she's like, I walked in the af office and I could just smell his coat, and it just smelled like dirt and sweat. And <laughs> Allison was southern, but um, yeah, I, I still got the job, but I, I ended up having to shower more. But I definitely started at that preschool very, but it was started by a hippie, so it was chill. Yeah. Yeah, the director had armpit Well, let's hair. not judge him now. Let's yeah, that's just how God wanted us. To <laughs> But it's like God didn't really account for the diet I had. Yeah, that fight. <laughs> just all poison seeping yeah. out of you, and you never washing it off to hide yeah. it. Oh God, so much poison! I ate so much poisonous food on this last run. Also, have you ever noticed that when you go to a poor Republican area, it's like they're these are people who look like they need healthcare the most, and they're the ones most against it. <laughs> we like it how it is. Yeah. I don't want to feel better. Yeah, it's like you look like you're dying. It, like when they are. I, I almost understood fucking underage girls when I was in Nevada because oh Jesus <laughs> what because they all they fall off so hard at like twenty like they just like turn in they oh, all in look, those areas yeah they all look like the Tasmanian devil after age twenty <laughs> you know how he was built like a tombstone with yeah, arms yeah yeah like that's what happens to them they just like they their shoulders grow out they get hairy they're all sun beaten they look like fucking dried salmon skin. these are the women the twenty year old women? all of them. <laughs> All of them. They look horrendous. It's like, well, I get it. Like, I, I guess you got to fuck a 16-year-old if you want to fuck something that looks like a human. <laughs> and it's like one of those places where they're all, like, very Republican. So they're like, uh, um, like you know, like, they just, uh, you, know, you know, on the left coast. Like, they say shit like, oh, you're from California. You know what we call California? The cereal state. Ain't nothing but nuts, fruits, and flakes. They have all these like stock lines ready for you. Oh, wow. They're just like, ain't no common sense no more. And I'm just like, eh, wouldn't, uh, wouldn't brushing your teeth be part of common sense? <laughs> yeah, isn't basic hygiene yeah. common sense? You have one tooth, and why is it in the middle? You know, like you know what somebody <laughs> That's has, not like, even where two's supposed yeah. to be. <laughs> like, why is your tooth in the? Is that did they mold together to hang on? To like try to stay strong, like, or did it? Did the, did the tooth just move itself over? Yeah, is it over? just moving? <laughs> Are your teeth floating in your head there, just because there's nothing next to it to keep it in place? Like, why the fuck is there one tooth in the middle? It's, it's just funny for one tooth to jump for like it's yeah. like. <laughs> Like, What's the? It's like duck, duck, goose, but it's just one tooth playing by itself. <laughs> it's like a pendulum. And his mouth just. Oh, yeah, those people. Are you got to look in the mirror every morning. Which oh, which way do I gnaw this day? Okay, I got to go to the right today. I'm hanging to the right today. <laughs> they is, check their teeth like you check your nuts, right, or your ball, your your dick, right before you put your pants on. Like which right. way do you lay? Right, which right, way right. is your teeth laying? Dude, 
they are repulsive. And the thing is, like, they're so conservative. It's like, why do you vote against your interests so hard? You're like drinking frack water. You're eating McDonald's. You look like you're not even a human. You look like you're made out of the rocks that are all over the ground. <laughs> like they look like that weird orangey clay. Yeah, they look like anthropomorphic like desert rocks. Yeah, stalagmite people. <laughs> yeah, with American flag bandanas on. And shit that says, like, I stand for the national anthem. Nobody gives a shit what you do, right? <laughs> All you do is you vote Republican and die. Well, like, it's, it's also funny because that town is, only has about, like, 6,000 people in it. Like, yeah. it's a tiny-ass town. It, it, full of fucking monsters. But then I get to L.A. and I do these production works. I'm working for all these millionaire, like... Hollywood type people and I'm like you guys disgust me exactly the same well except that fucking pretty guy except the pretty guy well, yeah but he's different he's he was different yeah he's just too beautiful to be made fun of <laughs> the same so way I feel about Kelly Kapowski <laughs> she's too pretty to make fun yeah, of yeah yeah it's like everything's fair game I you know I don't draw many lines of comedy but you keep Kelly Kapowski's name out of your mouth <laughs> why she, she's too beautiful <laughs> Is that who you were in? Did you used to watch Saved by the Bell? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you used to watch Junior it on Junior high, high school, college years. I was along for the ride. I, I grew up with them. I grew up with them. I grew up with them, too, but I, I, I don't have a hard stance I remember the junior anybody. high blonde British teacher, and then they went into Mr. Belding, and then they moved to Mike Golick, former NFL player who was the RA at their dorm in the college years. I know about Saved by the Bell. Wow. Man, I would have never thought that about you. I was raised by a TV, dog. So was I, but I didn't like, but I didn't stick with it after I left, after I was allowed to leave the house. I don't know if I, I was allowed to leave. What, what, also, leave the house. Like, what, what are you going to do? Go, go play with the neighborhood kids? I don't know. They didn't like me. <laughs> <laughs> neighborhood kids. Every time I went into the woods, I, I did do a lot of backyard wrestling. Um, which was cool because I had to do a lot of ladder work yesterday mm -hmm. and I was hanging up curtains on a ladder and I was looking at my boss and I was like, good thing I did a lot of backyard wrestling because I'm good on a ladder. <laughs> and the guy, nobody thinks I'm funny at these places. Like I'm always joking with them and, I'm, and they're like, so what do you do? And I'm like, mm, comedian. <laughs> and they're like, really? <laughs> Will you tell them? I lie so many times. Well, it's what happens is they, they know beforehand. It's a leading question. Somebody else has already told them. Oh, really? Because like, I work oh, with friends who, like, do comedy and stuff. Like, that's how I get these gigs. Yeah. I'm always, do you ever get bummed out that somebody does that to you? Like, I've been on the road with people, and they'll just, they'll open with it to, like, the, the wait staff or something like that at, a, yeah. like, a diner that we're at. Oh, we're comedians. And I'm like, God damn it. I don't, I, yeah. I'm trying to be a person right now. Could you give me a break? Yeah, I, I, um, I don't. I think it's the only time you have, like, an occupation like that where it's annoying. Yeah, and if you were, like, I'm an engineer, nobody's going to be like, well, draw me up a blueprint. Yeah. You know, but or tell. or immediately start asking you a bunch of questions about your job. Right. But like, that's, oh, okay. that's the trade-off for having a one-hour work day. That's also, you know what's something I don't fucking <laughs> like is that's bullshit, Brian, and you fucking know it. We don't work one hour a day. Are you fucking kidding me? We are it. living at our day job, dude, and constantly worried about what we need to be doing, what we're not doing. It is not a one hour a fucking day work week. More like a work gay, day. gay job, am I right, no way. Stop it. Oh, you stop it. <laughs> Never mind. See, now we're on video, like I hold back jokes a little bit. Why? <laughs> I had a JFL, what JFL really stood for, and I held it back. Just lean in on that F. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my fly's been in it the whole time. 
boy. That's cool. Letting him see that Propecia dick. Yeah. <laughs> that semi-soft stick of butter. <laughs> Are you salted or unsalted? <laughs> you used to be salted because you My, were crusty, and now you're unsalted because you shower. What Propecia does to your dick is it turns your dick into a hot girl, where, like, it pretty much is disinterested in everything. <laughs> but... But if, you could peak, if you could pique its interest, it yeah. will put on a show. <laughs> but most often, it's just like... <laughs> Has it fucked your sex life up since you've been on it? No. Oh, good. That's fine. Yeah, but I haven't... I'm about a month dry right now. Mm-hmm. About a month dry, and they say like three months in. Well, you've, is... been, you've been on the road and stuff. You've been moving and shaking a lot, so it's harder... Yeah, I, it, it, I, it did, almost, like I did almost hook up with a like this beast of a lady. And, the Tasmanian Devil is that who you were no, describing? She, was this woman trying to fuck you? Uh, she was a Canadian oil pipeline worker who was like forty-five and smoked capris, mm-hmm. and she was like, she had like a voice deeper than mine, and she was like punching me in my arm. She thought I was so funny, and she's like sitting in my lap. And I was like, I might just see what this is like. This girl seems like she might put a lasso on me. You know what I mean? Like, like, around your nuts. I have my cowboy hat room. with me, too. I was thinking, like, maybe I'll, maybe I'll bust out my cowboy hat and, like, have a whole night. You know? <laughs> but she had a wedding ring on, which I just, I I That might have been a dead husband. Some people like to hold on to that no, shit. No, she was staying at a place, an Airbnb, that her husband paid for her and her girlfriends to go. And I just, like, I know that's not very cliche comic of me, but I, I just, uh, it's like I'm married, it's tough for me, I don't know why, it's a li- It's a weird line, because I just, I just put myself in his shoes, where I'm like, oh, what a cock, dude, you're yeah. paying for your wife's vacation, and she's just fucking some gross comedian, <laughs> she thought was funny because he was talking about fisting or whatever, like, it's just like, it was, to be fair, it's a cutting edge fisting joke, okay, I've never heard anybody <laughs> Compare fisting to Fellini, okay? Give yourself a little bit of credit, you know? You at least deserve to fuck an old fucking Tasmanian devil. If an oil pipeline worker found that joke funny, she definitely disregarded the Fellini part. (laughs) I promise you that. But she was just... Not a lot of oil workers reading Fellini? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I just, I was like into the idea, just like maybe we would like punch each other a little bit while Mm -hmm. we were in there, like a little Oh, you could finally unload all the women you weren't allowed to hit in your life? Just a fucking bare knuckle brawl? Because she would take me. You know, so I feel like I could really just fucking, you know, and then she would punch me back. Mm-hmm. We'd headbutt each other, you know what I mean? Come out looking like we were bare knuckle brawlers. <laughs> just coming out with wearing sunglasses and shiny faces. Yeah. <laughs> like, the, like we just got out of a UFC fight. Oh, they must be married. <laughs> <laughs> but I, uh, I pushed out. I pushed out. Also, she was like, she was dancing to... Um, uh, uh, this guy, this country band that was covering like Florida Georgia Line, and she knew the words to it. And you know me, I'm a snob. It's yeah, like, you like Florida Georgia Line? Nothing yeah. makes that Propecia dick go even softer. Yeah, than, yeah, yeah. Than a reference to music you can't stand. Oh God, Florida Georgia Line. Also, you know, rap plus anything, dude. Ugh. <laughs> you know? I don't like reggaeton, which is rap plus uh, reggae, or I guess Spanish reggae. That I don't. I don't ever. I don't I've never like gotten into. The whitest thing of one of the whitest things about me is I only like the super old reggae and the super old ska. I'm like that about most music, though. I feel like that's. Yeah. 
I mean, some, some of the stuff uh, is just so synthetic now. Like, it just sounds so computer automated. I know. I'm desperately looking for new bands to get into just so I don't feel like a dinosaur. Mm-hmm. And I just, but I, then I realized I've never liked contemporary music, ever. Yeah, like Smashing Pumpkins. I was obsessed with that. <laughs> I have to admit... They were even still kind of weird for being contemporary, though. I have to admit, I went back and listened to Smashing Pumpkins, and fuck it, I, I like them. <laughs> they, they are indefensible. What? <laughs> yeah, they are, it is, this is an admission uh, yeah. of guilt. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I was singing... I, and I'm not, I'm talking about like, you know, you could be like, oh, I like the airplane flies, I look left turns like box set, all the beach like Pisces is scary, I like that stuff. But I'm like singing tonight, tonight. <laughs> I'm like, tonight, tonight, as I'm driving through the <laughs> desert. And I'm like, I hope a semi just fucking heads on and kills me. This is. It's so funny that you're such a fucking tool to yourself that you're like, I'll have a guilty pleasure. I deserve to die. Like you're, <laughs> you're so severe to yourself. Like you won't even let you have this, even though like millions of people love the fucking Smashing Pumpkins. The world is a vampire. <laughs> no, 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 no. To be 34 and driving to Laughlin, Nevada to they feature. Are still... To feature singing despite <laughs> all my rage. I am still just a rat in a cage. It's like, oh my God, dude. Like, I don't even deserve to vote for Bernie Sanders. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't deserve whatever social net he's trying to save me with. I should move to Laughlin and become one of these middle tooth fucking scabby rocks. I'm a fucking failure. But then you'd be like, you would be the king of that town, though, without question. Just like no, I'm way too gay. What do you mean? You're could way you too imagine gay? me at a bar in Laughlin, Nevada, talking about how I, I saw feel like a you're man a good enough so actor. pretty? You could I'm pull like, it off. I saw a man so pretty, I started blushing, and they're like, breaking <laughs> bottles over my head. <laughs> well, you wouldn't see guys that pretty there, so you would be the prettiest guy there. I always I mean. feel like I'm gonna get raped in a bathroom whenever I go to gas stations in rural America. Like really? I, I think I, I maybe it's the, I watched Deliverance too much recently. I was gonna say, is you you've been watching a lot of those uh, those AIDS movies where that always happens? That I, happened in in uh, Dallas Buyers Club too. Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody but got raped in the bathroom. It just homophobia leads to rape, dude. Uh, <laughs> I think that leads to rape way more than like dudes liking how a chick's ass looks. Oh, absolutely. If you fucking hate yourself for being gay. And the only way you could do it is through violence, dude. And I, I mean, and then you see a guy that's gay and free, and you're so jealous yeah, of that you yeah. have to take their like, butt. Yeah. I'm parking. I'm parking in the rest station stop. I'm rolling up my windows, and it's going tonight, tonight. <laughs> and he's like, Target engaged. <laughs> he comes in like sea bass and dumb and dumber. <laughs> <laughs> what do we have here? <laughs> it's almost like they're. they're <laughs> we're hunting for queers. Yes. <laughs> like it's just their version of fucking Yosemite Sam. Or that was that. Uh, what's the other one? What's the one from Looney Tunes? Yosemite we're, Sam. We're hunting rabbits. No, it was the other one. Foghorn Leghorn. No, it was the short. Elmer fucking, Fudd. Yeah. We're hunting faggots. Yeah, whatever, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Be very, very well, scared. Well, look at what we have here. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> be very, very scared. <laughs> I'm raping faggots. <laughs> I couldn't do the accent very well. I can't either, but you get I, it. How do you say faggot like a baby? That's why I have to have a kid. You gotta, <laughs> to say faggot? Wait, what? So I can... Get him to say, oh, do the impression. Okay. So you can get them to say faggot and then learn how to say it. Daddy, are you a faggot? I can't do it. Yeah. Sorry, guys. 
<laughs> we'll edit that part out. This was a real fail on my part. I'm going to go listen to Smashing Pumpkins and cry. <laughs> well, it's also just like allowing yourself to like have this thing where you fan out. Like that's like, that's not cool. And there's like an, an inner bully inside of you that just doesn't let you be a little bitch about anything. Yeah. Yeah. Except the Packers. But you still don't even let people know about that. You still keep that pretty close to the chest, too. I'm an unabashed Packer fanatic. I want to start a Packers podcast, but I feel like it's the worst idea just to start a podcast of literally the smallest market team in all of professional sports. Are they the smallest market? <laughs> yeah, in all of professional sports. I thought they had like some of the most fans. They do. They have a huge fan base, but their market is by far the smallest. Second smallest is, uh, I think, either Calgary or Edmonton's hockey team. But like, I'm talking all sports, baseball. Wow, really? Yeah, they're the smallest market team. I have no idea. That's why I like them, dude. That's the punkest team to like. The smallest market. Green Bay Packers is DIY, dude. <laughs> they're, pe- so, like, they're owned they're people, by the people. They're owned by the people. Yeah, dude. If you want to be a cliche, like it's like I like two things: the DSA and the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> <laughs> no sir, I don't like it. 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 Wait, 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 I don't want your life.